We were talking about your lyrical genius, uh, modifying the words of that, that well-known famous... football anthem, Vin- Vindaloo. Oh, yeah, the bit Vindaloo. when it says, um, uh, may I introduce you, please, to a lump of cheddar cheese. And then when we lost against Italy, uh, then I thought I'd be really clever and say, can I introduce you, Nan, to a lump of Parmesan? I didn't get any it's likes. Clever. <laughs> no, I, I think he's got legs. Just sat there on legs. Facebook pretty much all day, and I thought, should I give him a courtesy like? And I was like, nah, I'll just <laughs> let him, let him <laughs> This guy's there. a loser. <laughs> Bester. <laughs> Oh well, we lost. They won. Well I'm, done. I'm, You've I'm, done well. I like how he said, "Let's not talk about the Euros." It's literally the first thing. Yeah. yeah well, we're, no, we're just, we're just going to get it out there. They played well. You know, it is what it is. Penalties. Move on. Next. Yeah. So that's not, we don't want to dwell. <laughs> Simon, you don't have some big news yeah. for us. Well, uh, yeah, I am uh, very fortunate to have just got a new job. And it. An extension of, of the current, an extension of the current job I'm in. Thank you very much. So oh, well done. Yeah, I work in, I work in the NHS, and after. Oh God! Let's give you a round of applause. Uh, every, uh, every Tuesday or Thursday, after, whatever day it was. Every Thursday. After we, we, I bet you yeah. sat there thinking, bloody hell! <laughs> Thank you, everyone. You stand outside your door, waving your hands like, oh, "This was what I do." <laughs> And then you go back in. If you get me, if you get me started on this, I might get a bit controversial. <laughs> so I'm going to leave that um, and say, yeah. So I've, after after 16 years of training, uh, I now reached the position of uh, consultant doctor in the NHS. Hooray, so. doctor! Yeah. Um, happy days. Well, and that, no, yeah, that's um, what's your surname? What was it? Denning? Yeah, Doctor Denning. Denning. Oh, that's that got a ring to it, man. <laughs> Um, so yeah, now I um, I'm pretty settled and pretty happy, and yeah, it's all start, it's all sunk in now. It was very strange when I got the news um, after the interview and everything on the same day they tell you, and uh, that's awesome. Very strange. Well, you did took, spend took... 16 years getting to this point, so I, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> I think it's... you did, I think you proved that you could do the job. Yeah. <laughs> so very happy with that, and uh, dude, you've, you know you've been Just training longer than people go to school. <laughs> Like yeah. kids yeah. go to reception yeah. and get all the way out of year eleven, years. and you're like, I've been going longer. <laughs> I won't tell you yeah. how old I was when you started medical school. Well, I do. Trip, actually, that's the thing that I was, I was sitting there thinking, how old are you? Uh, I'm 28. I knew wow. it. Yeah, I knew you were so in your tw- in your late 20s. Oh, so I'm also such a youngest, young gun, but yeah. I think it gives me a false understanding of how young i actually am because oh, i'm really young i'm not young at all <laughs> dude you would have yeah, been an old man in a young person's body you, when you started young, secondary school simon was leaving yeah well i was gonna yeah. say if that was 16 years ago i was 12 when you started uh, medical yeah school. started med school in 2005 yeah what how old were wait how old are you and you're like 34 yeah 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 exactly 2005 Am I tripping? Because I thought, where was I in 2005? I think I just left school. Yeah, that's probably about right. I keep thinking I left school. I don't even know when I left school. Well, there you go. But 2000 to 2010 was a pretty wild year for me. So it was a pretty wild year. It went went from um, boring to... Well, let, let, let's explore all aspects of life, and then I become a dad. So there you go. Amazing. <laughs> anyway, 
So oh. in celebration of good news, Yay. what's everyone drinking tonight? Well, oh yeah, let's do the uh, the drinking. Uh, so I guess I start as always. Um, I as always. bought a Bira Moretti because um, oh he's uh, he's jumping on the bandwagon. Well, I always bought I always buy the alcohol of the opponent that we're facing because I don't actually think we've got any decent beer. So <laughs> in England doesn't have any decent uh, home beer. Well. Oh, oh lager, 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 yeah. Lager. And ales and no, 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 no. Uh, I don't like ales. And... I like lager. Okay, all right. All so right. I don't yeah, think England don't. has a, I don't think Foster's and Carlsberg and Carling oh. are. Like, well, they probably count, but ew. Yeah, Foster's. So I bought this, and it's uh, there. You go. Well done, Italy. I think you need to look harder for beer in England. There are some very good local breweries to you, I'm sure, that do good pilsners and lagers. Have a look around. I will see what Ketrin has to offer. If yeah. it's not in the local Tesco, then what's the it's point? It's probably in well, Woodstead Park. Yeah, you, <laughs> you need to find your local brewery tap room. Oh, um, no, there is one, actually. It's called Potbelly Pig. And um, they do a, a they do a £20, you get all you can drink and fish and chips. Oh, wow. that sounds brilliant. Yeah, um, you never, ever get £20 worth. And you never finish your chips off. Because if you whatever you did eat doesn't stay <laughs> because it's 20 pounds that says more night. about you i think than, <laughs> it's 20 pounds for all night uh, drinking it's brutal anyway there you go pot belly pig not sponsored not sponsored <laughs> uh so tonight i am drinking a pedal power pilsner say that say that br- really fast pedal power pilsner a pedal pedal pilsner <laughs> um from a brewery called cycle brewing Oh. Based in uh, Florida, St. Petersburg, Florida. Wow. So, did you? Um, uh, where did you find that? Did you? Ta- did you find that in Tesco? You need to find somewhere no. a bit more out there than Tesco. Found it, found it online. Oh, did you order it in? Yeah. Oh, Mister, Mister, Mister Doctor Denin. Mm, now I can order uh, my <laughs> stuff from Florida. Cheers, everyone. <laughs> so, come on, Wild Card Boy, Big Sip Trip, Orlando Bloom. What you got? So I do have two drinks today. Two. <gasps> two. Drinks trip. So I have my. I decided to get another Star of Pramen because nice. I just like this beer. Um, okay. I, Did you? Was that? Was that leftover? No, no, no. I All right. This okay. Cool. Oh, no, I was like, I'm just gonna get a nice beer, but I thought. I'll also get something to, to celebrate or to commiserate losing to Italy. Yeah. So uh, I've got some limoncello. Yay! Oh wow! As a yeah. kind of a, a st- like a chaser, I guess. An aperitif. <laughs> yeah, just to like you know cleanse the palate before I drink my beer. Yeah, man. I quite like limoncello. It's very tasty. So there you go. Two yeah. Italian drinks. One Florida drink, I guess. We're ready to podcast. Oh, yeah, man. I, who would have thought that the Italians knew how to make some great tasting food and um, mm. and alcohol, right? He's even got a proper little limoncello glass yeah. as well. What? Yeah, it's it's totally a proper limoncello it's glass. It's not a I'm shot not glass. It's a shot glass. <laughs> I was trying to make you sound classy there, Chip. Come on. It's his trip, man. He just uh, he drinks what he drinks out of what he can find. Well, I downed a Stella before we went along. No, no, oh. no. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we prepare really sorry Kate. <laughs> down this Stello's podcast night <laughs> I can't I can't act, I mean so we're, we're recording this and we've got video uh, of each other and I can't actually tell whether Hamish is is uh, laughing crying or other at the moment because he's just 
bleary eyed. Oh, don't. What's going yeah. on, Hamish? Uh, I look... Yeah, do you have something to tell us? Well, I look, <laughs> I look like I've been. <laughs> I look like I'm bait. <laughs> <laughs> I've got I've got real bad hay fever, and it just makes every, when you go into work in hot in a hospital, and then you go have to see this poor you know this poor old lad, and you got to you know find out how you can get him out, and he just looks at you thinking, mate, are you high? <laughs> 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 no, no, it's hay fever, I promise. <sighs> it's hazy, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. So I've got back. That's my news. Simon's got a new job. I've got hay well, fever, and um, yeah. So I've just realised yeah. we're all oh, we're all connected by the medical world. Uh, oh so yeah, we're, we're all front. Line. I work that's in the like... NHS. You work in social services, Hamish, mm-hmm. and uh, Trip works for a medical research uh, grant charity, company. Yeah, charity. Yeah. charity. Yeah. Oh, yeah. there you go. We're just a we bunch of mo- givers. We give the money out. Yeah. There you go. So yeah. we're all we're all on that sphere. Oh, I never even thought about that before. Well, you now you now know what we do for a job. You now know our age. Um, yeah, please don't. Please next, don't you'll have our social security numbers. So you, you've <laughs> seen a photo, but we're all masked up. So you've know, probably got Facebook, right? But we're, oh, they sl- can see my face. Yeah, yeah, we're slowly getting there. Maybe we, on episode ten, we should do a face reveal. Mm. Oh. Wow! <laughs> but this, ah. this is where I'm gonna go and turn around and be like, "Hmm, I might need to clean my room." They, yeah, I guess we've done um, a. We so I mean, it, somebody needs to put the shop, the washing away because he always has whites. Yeah, I do. He has. He always puts the yeah. whites out every Tuesday. <laughs> How do I know I just, this? I always see the whites come out every podcast. I've literally just got flesh You're sitting there going, Weirdly, doing an interview on webcam is a very strange... Because you have to make sure there's nothing in the background yeah. that they can... Yeah. Uh, so I learned how to quickly blur my um, my video screen. So you could, on, on Teams, on Microsoft Teams, you can blur the background. Oh, right. So that they, can't, so that they can just... Really? <laughs> Sorry, I've been shapes. using Microsoft Teams for like the last eighteen months of my life. It's just like, oh, okay. I was like, you can tell you guys have not been doing that. <laughs> I've no, I don't use Microsoft Teams. In fact, yeah. I like to show yeah. off my uh, my book, my book background to make it me look like I'm really really intelligent. And Why um, do you think I have this glorious background behind me because I've carefully planned every single aspect of my life for whenever I have <laughs> so, to do a work meeting. So Apart talking that, about planning. Like yeah, what are we doing? Planning. <laughs> yeah, what are we planning um, today? We're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about testing processes and how we individually and as a group are sort of testing our way through to uh, Road to Nationals. Um we've got an awesome interview with an unexpected success in the recent card merchant uh, charity tournament um we're going to talk about two giveaways we're giving away uh one item from today and we have a a, another giveaway to announce in the next month or so and then uh we're going to finish with a a segment that trips titled what's hot and what's not yeah Yeah. oh yeah (laughs) you ever read a teen fashion magazine uh, flesh and blood player uh, well if you have that is basically based on that what's hot what's not we all know it um, and that's what we're going to be doing regular segment that's what I'm, I'm that's what I'm hearing are you aiming for it's, a regular it's, segment it's quiet. Maybe, hot, they, maybe the guys cut out there for a second but I heard them both say regular segment every podcast what's <laughs> hot and what's not what's hot what's not yeah so we're and we're going to have like the air horn effects in there oh no <laughs> 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 
<laughs> yeah, I want to see, um, see if you can if we can actually just get someone's been like, who's hot and who's not. <laughs> <Just> not. <laughs> I might just add that. <laughs> yeah, I think that would work. You did it. That was actually pretty good. <laughs> So first up, <laughs> first the rest up, of this closer my eyes. Testing, gents, testing, not testing One, the two, microphone, three. but testing decks. Um, yeah, man. What have you guys been up to? What like we've got road to nationals. The this the road to nat season starts in three weeks. Yeah, mm. I think um, I I would start by saying I'm not very good. Uh, I'm not very good at testing. Oh, what's that? Maybe, um, maybe just that I'm very new to it. So I think if you're listening and you you don't really know what you're doing with testing or testing a deck for a big tournament, um, don't worry, because I think quite a few people are in the same boat. Mm. I've been trying to get into it. Um, I think, I think what I've noticed is like particularly you, Hamish. Um, you 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 are very good at putting yourself out there and like getting games with people and just getting those practice games in mm. i wondered if you could talk about like um what you how, how do you feel that really helps you with like testing a deck is it just the getting as many reps in as possible with the deck or is there other aspects to it as well that you think helps with that process um so yeah i mean well we've got i've i think sometimes you just got to be you can even be in a fortunate position where you you have a, a local game store that you can head down to and you've got a fairly sizable group and you can play plenty of games with them. If you could do that, just continue to keep doing that and you'll soon start to work out what is important for you in a deck or, or not. Uh, if, you're, if you are struggling to have a local gaming group, then um, I would start just trying to just hook on to some 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 of the people that you might know online it's quite difficult really because i really can't say how i managed to get the testing group i did i'm quite an outgoing individual by nature and i'm happy to um reach out to people and and play games and things just seem to like fall on that lap and i, th- and I suppose it's just the way i do things um but luckily that throughout pretty much all the blitz games there's like all of you guys have been like uh, this is this is why this feels a little bit weirder for me because um both of you have been hot on the season one blitz and you seem to have all just formed a like a, a good like uk group of people that just you keep seeing the same eight nine or ten faces all the time and i think that just forms a like a you know just a, a fab friendship a friendship throughout throughout the journey and then when everyone wanted to move over to cc and i've been doing this with you guys i kind of just fell into that as well as my mm. usual local gaming testing group so yeah i so i don't know how uh, it's not so much about what how it works for me everyone's got their own little journey um but yeah reps man reps 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 yeah, just building do it that community is really helpful and i think from my perspective as someone that's very new to testing mm. is if you can find someone that's also quite new that might be a good way to get started is to find someone that's also like just put yourself out there it can be a bit scary to just be like hey do you want to just play a game or something like but i think the more you do it the easier it gets and also what hamish was saying about finding a local community at your like local game store like i know a lot of stores have started doing 
regular nights um like i'm gonna start going to the like rule zero yeah, that's in stratford uh east london mm. going to that getting some games in and just if, if you can commit to something like that once a week i think you'll really see like a big improvement in your um playing i think getting experience in flesh and blood is one of the i, I think you can reach a we talk about like ceilings and floors and stuff. I think there I think is a ceiling. You can really, just to be clear. yeah, there is. There is yeah, a ceiling. There is, there is a I ceiling. You can. It, it so, doesn't take too long to get to a point where you're playing the game very competently, but that comes from experience. Just playing. The I think. Game. I think you have to have a two-pronged approach for this one. I'm. I, I'm with you, Dan. I'm quite new to to testing to TCGs. Flesh and Blood is my my first uh, trading card game, uh, in earnest. Um, and I do have a local group and we go they've mostly been focused on blitz and sealed until now there's a bit more of a push from our local community to move to cc because that's the events that are coming up uh, and i think we all appreciate uh the game store owners locally listening to that feedback but as much as i love playing in person the uh, simplicity and the ease of testing on something like tts has been a revelation actually and Although we, I've moved away from it doing competitive events on TTS, being able to swap cards in and out super quickly, being able to whip through games, shuffle up new decks, not have to re-sleeve cards, uh, and really be able to play against some of the best players in the UK and test out ideas and decks and speak freely and openly and honestly about ideas and um, mm. and and uh, and game plans has been just huge. So definitely, my, my advice would be get a group around you who you trust, whether they're local or not. Uh, and when I say trust, I mean trust enough to speak openly about your plans and what you're playing, but also trust them to give you feedback on how you're playing and and what your ideas sound like to them. Because having multiple views on decks and play styles is just awesome. Mm. It improves yeah. your game so quickly. And also, I, I, I wanted to... To say on that point, I think the feedback is so important to a good sort of testing environment, and this is the case in any kind of testing you're doing, but especially so in a, in a TCG, is you need people uh, that are going to be honest with you and just tell you if they think that something isn't working, and they need you need and you need to be able to take that uh, feedback without mm. kind of getting offended by it, like which is actually quite tricky, especially for like. Uh, well, especially people. if you've made the deck yourself <laughs> yeah like, if you spend if you've a lot put, of time and yeah. someone just shuts it down and just says look mate that's not working you need to be uh you know you need to be strong enough to actually be like yeah okay i'm gonna listen to what this person is saying and I take that on and not just be like no nah, what do you know and like I, I think there might be sometimes an attitude of like you want to prove them wrong mm. like you want to be like no i'm gonna stick with this i'm gonna prove this person wrong. then they're, they're not trying to trick you like <laughs> no i, I you, actually so. i i think um there's an element of that which i quite like i like the fact that someone just goes like if someone just says it's bad right it's not everything about it is bad but you've got to work out what isn't working right so if someone if something isn't working there's got to be a way around that you could probably make something work out of it and i am a massive advocate for someone for, for doing that and that's how i come about with the uh with my my current deck that i'm playing at the minute that i've I, i've lost countless times against players you know seasoned or new and it just in the end it does make you start to think okay well instead of just what saying let's just scrap this 
and just play something that is known that is knowingly consistent which you'll also hear from later on from the interview with the uh, awesome Wes who came 10th with Ranger Ranger the, the you know you didn't think that was ever going to happen and in, I, this guy's a man after my own heart we're both just sit there on the same page there is a way there is a way and you just got to work out what your strengths are um but yeah anyway i don't know why i'm rambling on with this but i, I just want to say one last little point on the um on the testing thing right don't you've got to also be super 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 mindful right that if you are playing with your group which is a great start to get your reps in you've also got to be quite mindful of that you will be get you'll be learning on what your opponents are kind of doing right so if they are not playing the most optimally then you're going to be thinking you, you might be also thinking well, i'm whipping these guys man and then you actually come up with someone that is playing things really 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 optimally and then you suddenly get this huge wake-up call going i've not been this isn't like you know what i mean i've been beating people who have probably been not been playing the most optimally and now i'm getting schooled so in other words i think you really got to take the opportunity and if you got the op- if you got the time and you got the chance you should join in into some events with some top players and just be mm. part of a group and seeing what these top players are doing and losing to them and getting involved with what 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 what's being really consistent and then you know bring that into your group and then your group is seeing what they're doing and they're going to get better and then else then you're going to get better because they're getting better it's that's how one thing that's really stuck with me one thing that's really stuck with me since uh the interview we did with matt rogers in episode five and he was absolutely right is when you lose in flesh and blood there is always something or multiple things to learn from that loss Mm -hmm. and whether you're losing in testing or competition you have to take something away from that um and and we've spoken about the, the importance of having a game plan you need to go into each game with a game plan against the hero that you're playing against and obviously the game plan of how your hero plays into that matchup. If something goes unexpectedly wrong or if, if you don't quite get the cards, you need to be able to evaluate the cards that you got. Would you prefer something else in that slot? Mm. Uh, is the game plan right or is it the cards in the deck that's right or wrong? And how can you justify each card's place in your deck and how can you justify the game plan that you're trying to pull off? Yeah. Mm. I, I, um, I think so. And I think when you when you start getting that to that point and you've got your deck, maybe the, we are kind of moving away from testing what I'm going on about. But no, I, I, I'd say that a really strong point when you know you're starting to get a very flexible working deck is when, you're co- when you've got a core set of cards that are between the 40, maybe even pushing it, it might be a bit high to the 50 level. So when you actually think, you know, when you go on FabDB and there's a sideboard button, which I've only just discovered, and it's the best thing I've ever seen in my entire life, and it's just made my life so much better. You see all the cards lay out, and then you can click them, and it actually just moves all the cards into a sideboard section. And then you actually break down and go, right, see these cards? They're never sideboarded, ever. They are in that deck the entire time, no matter what. And once you've got that, that's when you can start to be really flexible with stuff. But you can only do that if you're te- if you're manic- if you're getting games in all the time. So yeah. um, that's what I'm doing, and I'm doing it exactly how uh, Simon's doing it on TTS because I think TTS is perfect for testing. Like, don't I'm not I'm not a big online competitive player like Simon said, but 
TTS is just like, yeah, dude, let's just bang this out. Let's just repeatedly get these games in and work it out. And then you've got to go to a real play store and then you've got to actually pick up the cars and you've got to face that opponent and you've got to remember your triggers. And I know you have to do that at TTS, but there is something physical about doing these things that is just a bit more different. And you've got more... And I just... Yeah, sorry, go on. No, no, I just wanted to... And I just wanted to speak to the people that maybe don't enjoy playing online or don't have a community like we do is just try and go to a, a real life tournament mm. instead like i don't even care necessarily if it's blitz if it's sealed um anything obviously see <laughs> try and go to a classic constructive one if you're if you're working towards roads nationals but honestly just get some real life game experience and and also this is a bit adjacent to testing but tournament experience is is really invaluable um absolutely you you first time you go you might you know you might not get a few you might not get that many wins but actually sitting there at the table playing the game in real life is valuable and then if you do start to get to the top cuts um that experience is also very valuable i'm always super happy whenever i make a top cut because there is a difference um in uh, the tension of playing um like when you reach that top there's definitely step. a difference in knockout steps, isn't there? Yeah, like knockout and you matches. want to have some experience of that and you want to put your... You're almost like you're putting your body through uh, that feeling of, okay, I'm so close to actually winning this thing now. And that pressure, you need to have experience of that pressure. And it doesn't matter what format you're playing. Experience of being in that final level of a tournament. You don't want to be coming to an RTN, reaching the top cut, especially when it's top four that get the main prizes and it's going to oh, be a no. top eight. That's... You don't want to be going into that top eight having no experience of that upper level pressure because it could really um, it could really trip you up. And you don't want to get that far. And you probably still will. Pressure get to <laughs> because I think even, I reckon all three of us could sit there and go, right, we're in the top eight now, lads. It's literally yeah. like four of us it's, are not getting in. And that, do you know, yeah, do you know what, though? It is quite I think, brutal. Um, I think actually, I'll pick you up on something you said there, Trip. And yeah. I think you you have to decide whether you're in this event, whatever event you're going to, to win it, yeah. or whether actually the top eight would be an achievement. Because actually, that is an achievement. Let's not play it down. Getting to the top eight in a sixty or even thirty player event is a big achievement. And if you're going to walk away with a cold foil adult hero or um, yeah, big time. <clears throat> Time, if sure. you win your first match in the top eight and you get this exude play map that looks incredible um <clears throat> or if it's not a road to nats event and uh and you're getting six booster packs for getting to the top eight like this these are good prizes they're worth the uh entry fee to the to the tournament and actually that is an achievement don't don't knock it and i know you won't sorry true yeah i know uh, i know but, but I there know is exactly a difference what you, i know exactly what you mean and yeah i and i, and I agree i don't want anyone to think that i'm saying uh it's not an achievement because yeah. i mean the first time i made a top cut i was at like it was like the best thing ever it's ex- <laughs> so, yeah it's good you this real high and actually so you can ride that high um but yeah no I, I i get the same as you like every time you make a top cut it's a little buzz and then uh and then you have to try and settle it down again and play the match up in front of you whoever that might be um and just remembering yeah, the game it. plan and everything remember the game plan but yeah, I think um, I think what you're what you're, you're trying to sort of summarize this up, Simon, is saying like you've when you're testing, are you yeah, are you going to play? Are you going to try and reach a top eight, or are you trying to go to win? 
And when you want to go in to try and win it all, you've got to know every. You kind of you got to really just be on the ball about what people what 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 people are kind of doing. And someone yeah. will come up with something funky, and that's awesome, right? But you got to see you got to sit there and go right. What's actually going to show up? Prism, chain, Bravo, you know all this, and we'll we'll we'll, we'll nail this down in, in the what's hot and what not section. But you got to keep your eye on this stuff, and you got to think, what are these guys doing? What's a popular strat? What have I got to keep my eye on? How am I going to deal with this with this deck and my play style? And how, have I got cards that can deal with this? All this sort of stuff. So if yeah. I was going to give like one one thing, you could if you're going to if you're going to road to nationals and you're trying to top it, you're trying to win it, or you're trying to top it. I think the bare minimum, I would say, the absolute bare minimum, is to try and have had a game against every main hero that mm. is going to be out there for the first time. So just so that the first time you, you don't want the first time you've ever played against the hero to be at the yeah. tournament, and that's it. If that's if that's all you can find the time for doing, just try and get out there and just say, hey, I'd really like to play a uh, Prism today, or even an azalea today or something and i'd say maybe if, if you have if you're pressed for time that's probably the bare minimum you can do so at least you've had one game against that hero and you've got a you've got an idea of what they're trying to do yeah. so you know what you want to do go out get the experience get to the big events enjoy yourself and hopefully trip hamish and i will see you at least one of the road to nats uh, coming up in the next few months just a quick shout out to some prep events that are coming up um Sharif Shaban and uh, Trinity Card Capital are running a classic constructed gauntlet online webcam event on the 17th of July starting at 6pm BST um, tickets on sale on the Trinity Card Capital website limited to 64 and I think they've gone through nearly 40 tickets already that's awesome and um, it's amazing and uh, some awesome podcast is uh, is helping to do some casting for that oh yeah man um, um, we love we love Arsenal Pass. They're really good. Oh, <laughs> he's hit us straight to <laughs> the they heart. are. They're actually, um, no, no joke. They're they really good. Awesome, and if actually, actually if you want to hear some hot and what's not, go listen to them. They're, 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 the whole episode is all about that. But anyway. And the other the just, other prep just event to, just to clarify up. we're we're sponsoring that if it wasn't case that didn't quite land um, <laughs> um and the other prep event is uh boards and swords winner box event in person um i think 30 odd people already signed up uh the event is in derby on the 24th of july which is a saturday not derby starts at no, not Derby. Oh, Derby. Um, I fucking love Derby. It starts at, I think, 9 or 10 o'clock in the morning, and it's going to run most of the day. Uh, and I think some of the local people, including myself, are trying to sort out some uh, post-tournament social activities. So uh, if you want to go and check out the Boards and Swords website, uh, have a look for tickets there. Sounds awesome, man. So do you want to hear another right. awesome thing? I do want to hear an awesome thing. What have you got? Do you, so, do you want to hear um, the chap that went tenth in an 150-man charity event playing Ranger, and his name is Wesley? I would love I sure to. Sure do. Oh man, here is the secrets. Behold. After the charity event, did you just then turn to your wife and went, "Look, you're looking at the Master Ranger, okay?" <laughs> <laughs> now she already knew. Ah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> and that's why you got married, right? <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did you did you do archery on your honeymoon? <laughs> no, I'm looking at it in real life, just in the cards. Oh, I'm just mucking about, man. So yeah, um, 
thank you so much for ju- thank you so much for uh, jumping on uh wes is it wes wesley what is it people yeah no wes wesley either one yeah cool i'll yeah i'll just I'll, I'll i'll go with wes so um came 10th in the awesome big charity event run by uh the card game merchant with matt rogers and nick butcher awesome man that's like incredible yeah no it was i was i was pretty thrilled to get up there um i had my hopes on top eight but uh that last round was pretty tough oh who is yeah who did you play yep so uh you're gonna hear a lot of chain okay first first two rounds i didn't really get to play uh first round my opponent didn't show up they mustn't have wanted to be playing in the charity event yeah 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 yeah. second round um my opponent uh didn't have his constructed deck ready so he forfeited the round oh uh third match was against chain which was me (laughs) yeah (laughs) uh fourth match was against another chain i'm pretty sure all right did you win that one match um did i win that one i know it's hard isn't it to actually remember the order of stuff okay so you played against chain yeah i I think i won that one yeah 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 Yep, then I versed the Dorinthia, and I yeah. won that one. Oh, did you? Yep. That's... Yeah, Dorinthia. Dorinthia's actually not a bad matchup for Azalea. I quite like it. Then a chain that I lost to. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, they, they played very well, and it was quite an even game. Came down to the wire, and uh, I think Arcane Damage usually finishes me off. Sure. In most of my losses. Yeah. So it came down to that. And then next match was against... Um, was it Jordan Nelson Fuller on? Yeah, I was. Gonna, I, I I heard about that because um, there's a chap who's a pal with him that I talked to, Mr. Tom Penny, he's yep. the boy, and he said that uh, it was used to playing, and uh, he said, I said, who's he playing? He's playing Katsu. Is that right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure Katsu. And yeah, how did that go? Yeah, I ended up winning. Oh, um, nice. Can't quite remember how how it all ended, but um, was it a double razor? Uh, yeah, that must have been it. Yeah, I heard. I heard it was a double razor. Yeah, two two in hand. I just, I think I got some good good hands in the end of the game. Sort of when it gets to the end of the game and the game sort of deciding who's going to be the one putting the pressure on. I got the good hands, and I don't think he did. Got so it. I then had that uh, that that lead at that point, and then I drew into the hand with the double razor, and that was. It's hard to predict a double razor. Of course, but hey, in that moment you took it. Yeah, and then I think was that was there one more game after that, and was that against was that yep, the Rohan last game? Last game was against Rohan, yeah. And, um, yeah, like because uh, second last round there were three undefeated players, right. Rohan versus one of them, and I got randomly selected, even though I was on one loss to versus the other undefeated player, which was Jordan. And then the next round, once again, I'm the one person on one oh. last rest of an undefeated player. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I got, I got, had some interesting luck there. I got to verse some, some strong players in the end. Well, that's good. I mean, that 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 really puts the 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 deck to the to the real test, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so what? So what's your journey been with Ranger just in general b- before this charity event? What's been? Um... Have you always been playing Ranger, or have you dabbed into it because you found something? How did that? How did it all pan out? Yeah, so I was playing a, a game called Keyforge, and I had this one guy who I played sort of pro competitions with, who was saying, "Oh, you should try out this game, Flesh and Blood." Like I went down and won a bunch of money in Sydney. You should, you should try it out. 
and I looked at it and I was like, nah. But then it's when COVID hit, I was back in my hometown and my local board game store had really gotten into um, Flesh and Blood, the Unplugged Games. Yeah. So I went down. I was I was interested because no one was playing Keyforge at that point. And I picked up some Arcane Rising because Arcane Rising had just come out. Yeah. And uh, they had some pre-made decks that they'd made up, which was, I thought, pretty cool. Uh, they built them themselves. Um, and I was tossing up between Viserai and Azalea. But uh, I talked through what the mechanics were with the, the board game store. And I liked the sound of having to put your arrows into the arsenal. Like, I, I liked that, that mechanic. It just sounded really, like um fun yeah just, yeah yeah absolutely really it feels like a ranger there. yeah it, it so that really stuck out to me so i picked up a constructed azalea deck that they'd made uh some packs and started playing around with it and so i've been playing azalea ever since arcane rising came out and you haven't been uh, you haven't been you know uh persuaded or or, or yeah, tempted I'm pretty, pretty pretty notorious in my region for uh always playing ranger like i've i've built a couple other decks and like one off played different decks but i've always come back with ranger nice um it's just i i still have that joy that i i had when i first played it with the putting arrows into your arsenal and i just i find it fun to to be able to make a deck that people think isn't good really good and i like playing decks that other people in the world's aren't playing like I, I don't like playing the meta decks i like to be able to explore for myself and find new strategies that other people aren't doing so that's sort of really driven me to keep playing ranger is it fair to say that she's the weakest hero or is that a um or have people got it wrong i think it's definitely unfair to put azalea at the bottom um the problem people have thinking there is you can get quite a lot of push with azalea using the right cards mm-hmm. as i do in my deck but the bonus you have with Azalea is that you can be pushing, you can be pushing, and then your last card turns out to be a red and a ledger. And if they have been holding their hand this whole time and you're up against someone like Katsu or Dorinthia who want multiple hits, then their game plan just goes out the window. They're like, oh, you've got a red and a ledger? Oh, I've, I've now got to block it. Mm. So this big hand that they've been holding, they've taken all of the damage and then they get hit with, with some effect card. And they've got to totally change their plan. So what what these other decks have a little bit of with the with those strong effects, Azalea has a lot of. So I'd say yeah. they're they're very similar in style, but Azalea has a slightly different niche that she can fit into. Okay. And where where I put her would be close to the top. Ooh. I'd say she's she's not in that like if you were to pick like two or three decks to put in the very top tier. I would put it just under them. But, you know, with, with Tales of Aria coming out, with new Ranger cards possibly coming out, I think it all it would take is one card as strong as Red and the Ledger to put her into that top spot. Oh, I'm grinning, man. I'm loving this. I mean, I can't... I, I can't vision it myself. This is the thing. And maybe that's because I haven't really been looking. We just don't see it. And then when you hear it and you're trying to figure it out, it, I think you've you've obviously cr- you've cracked something, because I suppose really, we're, because Road to Nationals and everything that's coming up, that you sort of look at this and go, oh man, that is this is a puzzle. I mean, would, this is a big puzzle. 
and I think if a lot of people think it's a big puzzle, would you would you admit to would you also admit to say that that she's actually quite a difficult hero to master, or or, or is people missing a trick? Yeah, I'd I'd say second or third most difficult hero to play in the game. I'd say wizards probably up there at first. I'd say rangers pretty close behind at second. Um, because right. that's the thing, a lot of people have tried playing her and haven't really had much success. But that's because it 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 takes quite a lot more thinking and uh, testing to to get her to that level. And then when you're playing, there's so many little decisions you have to make during the game that can really throw you forward or backwards in your matchups. Okay, okay. Um, so so she's, she's definitely quite complicated. All right. Is there so what what is her? We'll start with the bad and end with the good. So what would you say her worst matchups are? And it's probably easier to say heroes because, well, maybe not. Mm. Like, is there is there deck styles that is not favorable for her at all? Is it you know aggro, control, mid range, tempo, those sort of deck yeah. styles? Like, I don't like sharing my uh, my dark secrets. No, no, no. Of course, of the, yeah, no. But I'm I'm gonna share it today. But Ooh. one of the worst things for Azalea is very very heavy defense. So I I get into a lot of matchups. And people have defensive cards, and they play those defensive cards defensively. But when they get the chance to do their big attack, they drop the defense and they start playing aggressively. At yeah. that point, I can break through their defense and put the game into into sort of my lead. And so, if I'm playing against certain defensive decks, they'd be much better. Like against Bravo, they'd be much better just sticking to the very heavy defense the whole game. Because what a lot of people don't figure out the first time they play me is that I don't have a weapon that attacks. Mm. I've just got attack action cards. And aside from a couple remembrances, you know, the the most cards I could attack you with the entire game is maybe like 40, 45. Got you. Um, got you. If, if you block 40 or so attacks, I lose the game because I what do I do after that? I've got nothing. No, that's no, that's, that's... You, you keep swinging with your your hammer or something. So <laughs> yeah, I had some, some very interesting games where I've I've played knock the death whistle. I've looked at my small deck and I've been like, oh, four attacks left in my deck. What do I do? <laughs> oh, so I then man. have to think very strategically. Okay, I'm just gonna stop blocking. I'm just gonna stack my deck to get an arrow at the top whilst I, you know, risk my life. Yeah. I just have to go for like some crazy dominate ability, but if if people catch on to that, then they could very easily turn the game in their favor. Favor. Yeah. So I take it then on the flip side, the positive matchups are well the aggro decks, like I suppose Chain, Katsu, and so on. Yeah. So I find Chain it's pretty even at the moment, just because Chain matches Azalea pretty well with aggro, mm. and I haven't I haven't played around with enough cards. I think. I only just realized recently when someone pointed it out to me that Sleep Dart is actually really good against Chain. Oh, yeah. I was thinking, no, <laughs> Sleep Dart, what's it matter? He can still play cards from the Banish Zone. But I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. He doesn't get in go again on that, that one card, which he really needs to play all the cards from his Banish Zone. Yeah. So absolutely. I'm going to start trying more Sleep Dart against Chain, and I think that could be what I was missing in the tournament. Fantastic. But um, So I think I think there is a slight advantage towards Azalea in the matchup. Okay. I think against Dorinthia, because that's quite an aggressive deck, uh, she does really well. 
especially with the matchup against Dorinthia, her, her main defense reaction doesn't do anything against a hero that can't attack with their weapon. That's true. Which, is, which I find a benefit. Um, against Wizard, Azalea is very good because you just don't even block their arcane damage. You just go all out and pressure them with your abilities. Things like Red in the Ledger, if you haven't looked deeply at the rules, Red in the Ledger stops your opponent from playing more than just one action card or um, activating one action on their turn. And the the actions that they're playing from their banished zone as instants still count as playing action cards. Therefore, they can only do one and then stop. Oh, wow, okay. So, And it's an until the end of the next turn ability, which means that as soon as you hit them with the Red and the Ledger, they, can, they can't just respond after that, after the hit has resolved. So would they not just pile on all the cards before the attack hit? Yes, yeah, so that's that's pretty much it. They they have to, which which limits them into one one option. Yeah. Um, I'll just... Just so that I'm not spitting false knowledge. If Red and the hits, they can't play or activate more than one action. Oh, sorry, during the next turn. Sorry, it's I'm thinking of Remorseless. So that for that one, it's just on the next turn. It's not at the end of their turn. What I'm thinking is Remorseless. Right, okay. Slightly different wording. It says, if Remorseless hits a hero until the end of their next turn, whenever they play an action card, they lose one health. So for... So uh, right, sure. If they start doing things after Remorseless is hit, they start losing health, even on your turn. Yeah, and I can imagine the more they just keep piling on, it, yeah. it, just, so it just even at instant speed. Yeah, it's still it's still going. It's still an action card. Yeah, man, that's all right. That's that's really interesting. When it comes to Katsu, it's a bit odd because that's one of the most aggressive decks. But I do find Azalea struggles very much against Katsu. Okay. Um, I think part of it is the late game. Uh, during the late game, I've had a lot of problems with just not having the the response to Gadaji. Azalea lacks a lot more defense than any other deck, which is why I sort of play a very aggressive Azalea, because I just don't have that good defense support. Mm. Um, even with the traps, which I can talk about later, the traps suck. I run one trap, but uh, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about that in a bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it's, it's a bit of a mix. Uh, there's, about half the heroes like Dash. Dash as well. Azalea is very good against Dash because she can really put the pressure on before she can build up mm-hmm. her, um, her items. What about the... Have, and, you, have you managed to test up against the boost version? Uh, not as much, but once again, it's like cards like Red and the Ledger can really halt up a deck that relies on, on multiple actions. Sure. And uh, the boost version runs less defense than the the item version which would just make it even easier to to get things like that through okay um the one thing i'd be worried about with the boost version is if they can pull off the the 11 damage attack oh uh, that yeah the big old yeah the big whammy yeah. here i can't remember what it's called so yeah, that that's scary so it sounds like not not to sort sorry to cut you off there but it sounds like really mm-hmm. um that red and the ledger remorseless um, are pretty much the the main cards in the deck. Is that fair to say? No, it really, really, actually isn't. It's funny because oh, okay. um, I, I I use them more as um, sort of support to my main method of play. 
Oh so wow! Anyway, okay, I, this is even deeper than I even ever, yeah. ever thought. I thought this was I thought this was going to be yeah, it's read in legend remorseless, and I, if you can not the despots will finds it, and and I play it, and it gets quite nasty. And then I was going to go in and say, do you run memorial ground to keep putting them back in your deck? And I, my brain tells me no. Yeah. So um, when I when I was first playing ranger, I was going for how how much damage can I stack onto these arrows? And my one arrow would do the most amount of damage. It's sort of the the go tall style. Mm-hmm. But um, my local game store said, hey, let's do a like a pauper sort of game where everyone just plays with common cards in their deck. Yeah. And I was like, oh, how do, how do I do that? And so I started playing around, and I built a purely common ranger deck. And it's at that point I was like, oh, I'll just make all the cards zero cost. I'll make all the cards red, and I'll try and find the most go again I can. And when I played with that, um, we ended up not doing the the pauper event because none of the people uh, prepared for it. So I first <laughs> uh, fully constructed ninja deck at the time with my pauper azalea deck, and I I beat it. Oh wow! <laughs> with just a ton of generics that said go again. So, so is that the trick? So that's the trick. It's my my deck consists of quite a lot of generic cards, and most of my deck I can find ways of giving go again. Um, I run six razor reflexes, red ones and yellow ones. Yeah. And I've I run the the snapdragon boots. I I find ways when I look at my hand to attack the most amount of times, or if I've got a better option with a strong effect, then I do the strong effect. And sometimes I hold off on the strong effects because they're sort of my catch you out sort of thing. Yeah. And my main my main strategy is to attack like a ninja, and then my backup is that I can come at you with a strong effect when you're not expecting it. So I could attack, 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 and then strong effect, or I could attack, 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 not do it, save it for the next turn when it's going to matter more. Wow. Okay. So, I so you really are going aggressive, like massively, because um. I mean, if you're running a lot of generics, it's a lot of two block. Yeah, a lot of two block. Yeah, definitely. And that's that's one of the the weaknesses with the deck. Is that yeah, the blocking power is not there, so you've got to rely on just outright damage. Makes it hard to stop a Bravo if you don't have your defense reactions. <laughs> but that's wow. Okay, so and since you and since you stumbled across that it's just been an absolute solid strategy okay that's yeah yeah i started dominating my local tournaments and uh azalea became an infamous deck in in lismore new south wales (laughs) that's awesome i'm sure there's so much people want to want to say and um i'm gonna have to sort of wrap it up there and like let people just get just chucking comments and then um i can yeah. and it, 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 it just if you if you're about to check them out or i can send them over to you and um uh, just to just to see what people got to say and then you can you know or figure it out come on guys this guy yeah, this, figure it out man it's, it's also it's um I'll, I'll try and put it up a because uh, i'm one of the wraith time authors but i've been pretty off the grid with my wedding happening and all that yeah man. um i'll try and put up uh, an in-depth sort of discussion sort of go through of my deck to try and help people who are still not sure how it works um, yeah. but also i think we'll, we'll put the, the link to my deck in the description yeah no yeah we will we'll, we'll put the, uh, just if you send it over we'll get the, the the deck list up on the description and um i've been looking forward to this chat since um since you agreed to come on so honestly thank you so much you know all good i, <laughs> I enjoy 
uh, opening up the the world of Ranger to to everyone else and uh, <laughs> giving a bit of hope to those range deprived players. Yeah, and if if you're not keen on Ranger but you've still watched this video, there are several other heroes that that you can figure out the same sort of thing with. Like if you're if you want to play wizards but no one's got like a really top tier wizard deck yet, you could be the one to figure that out. Yeah, man, do it, do it. Have a good one. And yeah. Do you know what that that is so awesome because thematically I think LSS have absolutely nailed it. It's a great class and the mechanics work really well within that class. It's just a shame that they don't get the results that maybe people would hope. But obviously it can be done because Wesley's proved that you can go six and two and come tenth in a hundred and fifty man tournament. I know, man. It was it, it's wild, and the fact that he was really kind enough as well to uh, give us his deck list, and uh, that will be posted up in the description below, um, and you can go and check it out. I I don't think anyone is that going to be able to pick up that deck list and play it as well. No, as well. no, I was going to say that takes reps, <laughs> but it, it's sick. Go check it out, and uh, he like, and he's going to be doing uh, his uh, write ups on the raft, the rave times. Is it Rave Times? Rave Times? I think it's Rave Times. Rave Times, yeah. Yeah, he's going to be doing his write-up on the Rave Times and really breaking it down even further. So this was like a, a nice little a nice little, uh, you know, dessert, mm, appetizer of it all. He'll really break this down later on. Uh, this this week, we uh, clicked over 125 subscribers on the podcast. And you know what that means. Oh, yeah. We've reached the next milestone for a giveaway. Oh, mate. Buzzing. So I took uh, I took everyone that had commented on each episode since we started the giveaway. Oh man, I episode, haven't got the wheel up. Uh, it's bust. I'll throw it in the episode bin. Four. It's been, You've busted the wheel. It's in the bin. Uh, I, I might have to... I, I might do a pinball it's, machine thing for the next one. Where it just lands. It's fortunate because uh, I already did a, a randomizer. And I'm very happy to announce that uh, Adam Philpot, otherwise known as Adonaz, Yay! has won... A uh, Living Realms custom art playmat, which, to be honest, look spectacular. I'm jealous, man. Huge friend of the podcast, Adam, so I'm very happy he's won something. Yeah, he's done so uh, much. Promoting us and giving us really nice feedback and uh, telling people about the podcast. And thank you to uh, Fabio at Living Realms, who's obviously donating the playmat, and he will be sending the playmat out to Adam when we give him his details. So thank you very much, Fabio. Awesome, man. So we um, we are we we do have another giveaway to oh, announce, Hamish. Don't oh, we? oh God, another, a second giveaway. No way. What? Who? It's never it's never been done before. Two giveaways. <laughs> Two giveaways. Two giveaways. One what is this? Well, this is a bit of a. <laughs> This is a bit of a prior warning and a bit of a, this morning. Um, <laughs> a bit it, of a, that was, that I got it. Just, just sunk in. Um, <laughs> call this number now. Um, you can win forty thousand pounds and the tickets to Wembley. Um, <laughs> you could win two hundred pounds a week for the rest your of your life. life. <laughs> That's yours at um, Tesco's. Sorted forever. <laughs> and a car why not there's always a car there's always a car why is the car there and there's a car full it's of be- money it's better than bullseye where they used to win a speedboat in a landlocked <laughs> county you know where do you where do you live son i live in northampton wicked there's no sea have a boat have a speedboat yeah um <laughs> so 
Calm it down. Cool it, kids. <laughs> All right, Doctor. Um, the lemon, the lemon shallow is sinking. He's <laughs> sinking in now. Trip's falling it's over. I'm having a beer, I'm going to go and get one of my home brews in a minute. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. at the uh, Living Realm skirmish a few weeks ago, uh, I had a chat with uh, Lee Dalton, who owns Protec Cards. Cool. And um, Protec are uh, a well-established uh, single site, and they've recently got into flesh and blood this year. They've actually recently been granted uh, bricks and mortar status, so they, you'll probably hear a lot hey. more about them running events. Nice. Uh, well look done. forward to that. And uh, having a chat with Lee, he um, he was extremely kind, and he's given us two custom-made cards. Mm. Now, we will put a picture of these cards up on the podcast video because they are exceptionally <laughs> beautiful. Dan's like, um, and I've now got to find should, that image and put it up on the internet. You should have seen. You should have well, seen my face. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna send you the pictures to put up, Dan. It's okay. You can just weave them. Just you weave the your magic into the video. Ever. <laughs> Um, just write down the time code. Yeah, it'd just be Simon um, on the toilet, the card on his. Yeah. Lap. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that oh, now. No. <laughs> uh, What's, um, what colour pants does he wear? <laughs> so, if I were to describe these cards, they are a clear uh, background card with the the character highlighted uh, in color in the middle of the card they look incredible yeah man and they we have great. we have one azalea Ooh. and one viscera ah nice and hamish hamish has had an awesome idea for uh, how we're going to award these cards to winners i don't just talk shit all the time lads so just most of the time just most of the time, time. <laughs> shit <laughs> too slow <laughs> right, well the awesome idea shall i say or are you saying it oh no, you're saying you it. Say I'm it. saying it. All right, okay. So the idea was that we thought that these heroes are... F- well, I thought these heroes are fairly unrepresented into the uh, bigger scheme of the meta, right? So we are going to award these uh, cards to the highest-placed Viscerai player and the highest-placed Azalea player at the Living Realms Road to Nationals tournament. So... If you're one of those players that are like, you know what, I really like this character, I really just want to get in there, now you've got a bigger incentive to show up because we're going to give you one of these cards if you uh, place really high. You don't need to win it, you don't need to hit top eight, you just need to be the highest place Viscerai player or Vitalia player at the event and you can win one of these cards. Hey! And if you want to, you can even have a chat with us and you can get on the podcast. So... Oh yeah, we'll, we'll have a chat with you as well if you want to be on the cast. We'll, we'll do a quick little interview about why you chose to play that hero at the end. I actually have bloody hate your podcast, but cheers for the card, mate. Ta-da! Yeah, well... No. <laughs> I'd include that. <laughs> I would. I'd be like, this guy hates us. Here's, his, here's the I'll interview. Real honest feedback. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, come along. 4th of September. Uh, I think actually there's only one ticket left now. Is there? Uh, Jeez. It may have already sold out by the time we've uh, released the podcast. So, yeah, there's going to be a full 64-player event at Living Realms on the 4th of September. How incredible is that? That is is amazing. I I mean, I don't know. Like, we're in the UK, right? Like, 64 people in real life at an event is incredible. So, huge well done to Living Realm. Yeah, no, that's sick. That is absolutely sick. And we probably scuppered some people's plans, right? When they're sitting there going, oh, what am I going to take? Oh, sod it. I'm going to win one of these. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah. Now we just have to sweet. tech against what Ranger if, uh, and Viscera. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, actually, I haven't actually considered them. In the... So, yeah, thank you to Protect Cards. Thank you to Lee for giving us those uh, to, to give out to our loyal subscribers and listeners. Mm. And, um, yeah, we look forward to seeing you there. And, of course, we'll be doing another giveaway uh, for the next, if we reach in the next subscriber. Of oh, right. 169. <laughs> Another Absolutely. great idea. Oh, was it actually 169? It is actually it was, legitimately yeah. 169. What but was? What were we giving it's worth away it. It's a cold foil crazy brew. Oh, oh that's man. really good. Okay, that's that's worth getting to 169 for, and, guys. And do comment. Like, it, don't, it doesn't have to be like uh, totally UK based. Yeah, any any old chap will get. Yeah, it. anyone. <laughs> just 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 chuck it. So start. You know, starting from now. Chucking your comments into the into the YouTube video, and uh, we'll add it into the uh, prize, into the wheel of fortune. So read, one thing I would say, if you are commenting, uh, give us your feedback on uh, what you might like to see in the background of the podcast. So we've had some Ooh, yeah. uh, we've had some box openings. Um, we're putting together some TTS uh, gameplay videos. Yeah. Um, just let us know any other ideas you might have for what you want in the background that might keep you engaged or uh, or even if you just listen to the podcast elsewhere and don't don't care about the background that's good to know as well yeah, so just... and if you have your own content that you'd like to to send to us we're always interested in like box openings yeah, or yeah. gameplay footage for a particularly good game just uh, DM one of us um, or just comment on the YouTube video or if you're on one of the discords that we frequent just send us a DM and we'll sort out a file transfer. Even if you just want to film yourself sitting outside in the garden, having a beer, yeah. and for ten minutes, I mean, I'd have it. I'd have this. I'd, if you want it, if you want it on, send it over, and yeah. yeah, just sit there chilling, having a beer for ten minutes. Are we going to become the equivalent of those lo-fi hip-hop study? You mean playlist? Well, yeah. On, you mean uh... you mean like our outro song, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I could do a video of me just like sleeving cards. Oh, oh that's, that that's just sorting through cards. Oh yeah, um, yeah, just like cutting cutting cards from my CC deck. Oh. Right, we have a we have a few <laughs> minutes to uh, to to give some level of credence to Trip's new uh, regular piece on the podcast. What's hot and what's not? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So, Trip. What, yeah, what, so what's we hot? totally didn't make this. We didn't make this up like two minutes before we started the podcast. So we're totally prepared for this segment. So we will just go for each hero, bang, oh. pop, bang, not right. That's oh, okay. it. So we, so we, so every hero isn't missed out. Okay, right. So Katsu, hot, hot, no, not, not hot. <laughs> He's mine. Yeah. Leave him He's alone. Mine. Okay, Viserai, hot, hot, not, oh. <laughs> okay, not hot. Right, Bravo, hot, hot. Uh, lukewarm no you can't there's no lukewarm <laughs> how come you could change the system that's true alright all right, all right, all right, all right, fine all right, what's, who's what Luke and why is okay, he warm get him out of there <laughs> what, what's lukewarm mean what do you mean it's like I think it means tepid like yeah. in the middle uh, a lot of people are going to go what the hell what's the definition of hot I don't know you make it I don't know. It's, yeah. just, it's hot right okay so bravo hot hot and lukewarm. Um, um, what else is there? Azalea. The, no, not. no, no, no. Sorry, I, I just did a whole uh, interview with Wes, and I think I th- no. I think Azalea. The, I think Azalea will do. I think we'll see a top eight from an Azalea. Are you? Oh, oh what is that? You? Bold predictions. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll predict a top eight from Azalea in the UK. Dorinthia. Mm, 
Not. <gasps> uh, I'd say hot, actually. No, I'm going to say not. I'm going to say not hot. Okay, we might come back around to that because there's a lot to say on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Prism. Hot. Hot. Not. Not hot. It's a lot of difference. This no, is interesting. We definitely she got different nah, views. She ain't hot, man. She's. Uh, I. I think she. She. She's. Uh, she's got. I a, think we'll see a top. I think we'll see a top four for a prison. Fair enough. Bolton. Hot. Not. <laughs> <laughs> you're just. You're just jelly, man. Because I keep kicking your ass. I'm super salty. <laughs> what about you, Trip? Uh, I'm gonna say, hot based on. Your pushing of it, yeah. But all right, okay. I may be proved wrong. <laughs> I plan, I, I plan to, I plan to make it hot, and then yeah. it will turn out it's not. <laughs> uh, Levia, not, 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 no. Yeah, that's the one thing we can all agree on. Yeah. I do Levia think we're missing hot. something with Levia, though. I think someone's, I think someone's going to crack it at some point. Yeah, I, yeah. I think I, def- I definitely think she's a puzzle that hasn't been solved yet. She's got hu- she's got husk, which is yeah. That's about one of it. The best cards in the game. <laughs> that's so about it. She's got. There's got to be something you can do with that, right? I mean, she's also got scabskin leathers, and I think that's a spice. Uh, yeah. Roll a six, you'll win. Anyway, um, chain. Hot, hot. Uh, I mean, you said not, right? I know. I th- I think not. Well, personally, not because I just. I've gone off chain. Like, oh, really? I mean, Why? If you listen to the last podcast, I was saying I was going to play chain. Yeah. And I've just changed. I just changed my mind ah, on chain. So I for me, that. for me, chain is a is not hot. But I may change my mind no, again. I think so. I, I, I'm you on the chain. fence about chain. No, he's hot. Um, I think he's chain is. What about Reinar? Interesting... Not. Not. But no. I I appreciate those that are hot for Rhino. I mean, I I played a hell hot of a for Rhino, and I just don't. I can't. I, I can't. I, I can't Reiner see the has People, people. Have, uh, there's players out there who will just oh, will play Rhino, 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 and will always play Rhino, and I and I think that's hot. Yeah, but I don't. Think that's hot. <laughs> You're gonna see him go, mate. What you're doing is so hot. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I have so much respect for you right now. Uh, who else? <laughs> absolutely. Oh, okay, we're going to go to Dash. Not. Not. I'm going to say hot, man. Yeah, I... You've been I, getting she, talked into that. She's been, I, I, I like the fact that Adam East from Kingdom Gaming is um, really giving her a good look in. And I, yeah. I think people just really just writ her off and went, nah, she shit. And it's just like, yeah, all right. But based on what? She was the best hero. And now she's suddenly shit. I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that. So there's got to be something there, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. And Wizard. Oh, no. No. And never. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to say... No, I, I, I am going to say not. <laughs> I think, but I think, I think, I'm going to go for that and say be, not. But I, I think, think there may be... I think there may be a uh, a warrior wizard uh, turn up to one of these events and actually sort of a hybrid arcane physical damage wizard who uh, exploits the fact that people have no null rune um, because people aren't just just aren't running it in CC at the moment. Yeah, I agree. I think I think the mistake people make against Kano in Okay, is running is too much uh, rune. Yeah, is running too much rune. I think if you're running a cat suit and you've got like an aggro package, just knock them around. 
and just take it because you're playing on taking it from everyone else aren't you so why not Kano it's, and they've only got 30 health yeah that's true that's true but that's I'm, I'm not I've not got any reps against Kano so uh, so is so we've all agreed that Wizard and Leviathan are not hot and when we say not hot, we're yeah. probably just talking about what we from what we've seen in the we're UK. Talk, this is this is this is just hot takes. Push the point special. Yeah, right uh, fair we're enough. Just, we're just what what is our hot take on each of the heroes, and that that's you just got it basically. I want to I, I want to um, do this segment again after the twenty fourth of July yeah. bashed, and then we can Absolutely. literally come back and go right. Okay, what is hot and what is not? But did we yeah. actually all agree on something that is hot? Uh, I think we all agreed that you you turned around and said Katsu lukewarm, so I don't know what that means. Did you did you were you were you hot for Katsu? No, Simon pretended he wasn't hot for Katsu, but we all know that he is. So actually, we're all hot for Katsu. So. Um, Katsu curry, yeah, I'll take Katsu curry. <laughs> yeah, Katsu Katsu's, Katsu's Katsu's hot right now. I I, I don't spicy. know why Trip is not on the Bravo hot train, but um, I I could come around to it. Yeah, you need to see it. You need to see. Need you to need see to action. see him block everything. Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I like Bravo. I played Bravo in Blitz, and I enjoyed it. And it could be. I'm sure it's very good for classic constructors. My flat is falling down. <laughs> um, so I, I'd like to see it in action in CC. But for now, lukewarm. Potential hot. Potential hot. But well, let us know if you agree or disagree with our hot takes. On yeah, I'd love that. Alright, I reckon um yeah. Should we uh we'll wrap it's it time up? To, yeah, time to wrap up. Yeah, thanks for listening, Ron. If you've got this far, thanks very much. Please like and subscribe. We need to go and uh have, a lie down. have another beer. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I thanks for listening everyone. Yeah man. It's been great. It was sick. Love you all. Mutual love. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.